Hey, everybody, this is Richard Ryerson from Dose of Leadership Podcast, and you're listening to Bob Nolly on Labrador Leadership Podcast. Live from the RVA, this is the Labrador Leadership Podcast with Dr. Bob Nolly. The program that brings you the leadership skills that can make you the most authentic, approachable leader for the sake of your business, your team, and for you. Now, here's Bob. Howdy duty, folks. How are you? Welcome to episode 75 of the Labrador Leadership Podcast. Just you and me today, and that's good. That's good. Got some nice notes from you folks on how much you liked the last episode where we talked about some ideas on how you could become more visible, how you could start thinking like, how could you move up, take your first steps up on the trail of being a leader. And some of those things seem very easy. And some of them were just along the lines of observing and goal setting. And that kind of dovetailed into the fact that over the last 10 episodes or so, we've talked about people that are trying to make the pivot, that are in between jobs on their next career stops and doing the next great thing. So... uh, I saw uh, William Arruda's article on uh, things to not do your first week at a job, and I, I think it's important to share that because lots of the folks that I mentioned are finding places to land. Everybody stand up. Applause, applause. Congrats to all of you all. So maybe this is a good time to just have a little bit of a reminder, a little bit of a reminder on things you shouldn't do on your first week in the job. So take notes here. And you know what I hope, and I'm sure this is going to be true, as I mention these, you'll go, oh, that's terrible. Oh, oh, that's just absolutely horrible. And it is. But even if I just hit one that makes you go, oh, that's a good idea, this will be worthwhile. The second point I want to make here, in addition to that, is if you are not one of these people that are new on the job, make sure you be on the lookout for them in your organization so you can help them, so you can be receptive with your arms open, if you will, to bring them into the organization. Okay, so the first thing, if you're brand new on the job, for crying out loud, do not eat lunch in your office. It is not a sign of being committedly busy. What you want to do is to be visible. You may not have a zero network when you come into this organization, but you certainly want one bigger than the one you have now. And it may indeed be a network of size zero. So spend time with other people. Even if you just go to the cafeteria, it's better if you go out to lunch with colleagues, particularly people on your team. I mean, that's all you've got in the beginning. But when you attend meetings that are cross-functional or lend to the matrix of the organization, start connecting with people on other teams. Peers in other departments are great. You You want to start crafting some emotional connection with them. You want to make that happen. So for crying out loud, don't eat lunch in your office. This thing of being committedly busy, 
also resonates here. Don't multitask during meetings. In meetings, here's the phrase. Remember one of our key phrases we use here. Be present, open, and connected during meetings. When you are multitasking, when your laptop is up and you have your hands on, and I mean, you may have your laptop up taking notes in Evernote, our favorite, and OneNote, our second place favorite. But if you're doing other things, if you're rolling through your emails, stop it. Because you don't look busy. You look distracted. You look like someone that has a lack of focus. You look like somebody that's telling the meeting organizer, the chair, or even the presenter or the person that's talking at the moment to that meeting that you don't have time for them. That is not the way to start. That is not the way to start. Pay attention and give that body language feedback. Do you remember that episode? That body language feedback that you are listening, that you are present, open, and connected. Yes, there'll be people there like your friends or, you know, the people they're close to that won't have an issue with you. It's a bad habit. Don't do it. So don't eat in your office and don't multitask during meetings, okay? And don't think that you have to know it all. For crying out loud, at T-Zero in the beginning, how could you know it all? How could you possibly know it all? You don't. Ask for help. Ask for guidance and support that you need a lot because it's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of your ability to be engaged and network. It's a sign of confidence. It's a sign of strength, not weakness, that you can ask those questions. And in the beginning, you know, people are, people are most willing to help you out on those first few days on the job. And if there's no other takeaway from that, it's the fact that you're going to develop new relationships and there goes your network growing bigger. Don't eat at your desk, don't multitask during meetings, and don't think you have to know all the answers. On the other hand, don't be silent. Crickets, crickets. Don't be silent. Contribute to the discussion. Now, don't don't do it just for the sake of making some noise. Find a way to add value. Ask a good question. That's my favorite. Ask a question that makes sense. I'm new here. I may not quite understand this. But does this report need to be distributed by? Do we need to accomplish this by? What are the major contingencies here? You know the type of question. Don't sit there and say nothing. Because if you don't, there's an opportunity there for people to think that, well, that was no contribution. So we said don't eat don't eat your lunch in your office. Uh, don't don't sit in your office and enjoy the quiet time either. Find a path of least resistance to make a contribution. Be a self-starter. If it's a place you want to work, it's probably a very busy place. That means managers, including yours, are very busy. 
And they're not going to have time to sit there with you and give you the total play-by-play on what you need to do every day. One of the things that you were probably hired for was your initiative. So now would be a good time. Just don't sit there and wait. At the other end of the spectrum, you can be over spontaneous. I mean, being flexible is a good thing. But think about, spend some time, even in this first week, being a little self-reflective and trying to chart the course to your first contribution. How can you add value early? How can you make an impact early? What is that contribution? Over my whole career, the easiest way I've found to do this is to just ask a question frame like, can I help you with that? Even if it's just data review or wading through some, some documentation. Ask if you can help. Because once again, there goes your network growing. And there you are making a contribution. Uh, and the balance is there is needed there as well. You can end up trying too hard. Do you remember the story I tell about the, the traits of a leader? And everybody talks about driving to results and, and uh, being conservative and action-oriented. And when I toss the line in there of being humble, it just threw the whole thread into a tizzy. Well... If you, if you try too hard, your humble side is going to get quashed. You're not, don't be a know-it-all. Don't try too hard, but be humble. At some point in your career, you may overdo it. But in the beginning, if you overdo it, you could find yourself really digging yourself in a bit of a hole. So don't try too hard. Uh, about the culture. Uh, if you're sensitive enough to pick up on the rumor mill already, stay out of it. We've talked about how the rumor mill could be productive and how you can learn a lot from it. But in the first place, stay out of it. Because you'll find the sand under your feet starting to shift and you don't want to be a victim of any of that. So just... You know, I'm telling you to get out of your office and hang out at the water cooler or the coffee station or the break room or wherever that is. Stay out of this kind of verbal activity. I can't say that enough. And along the same lines, uh, don't ignore what the norms are. Remember, this group you're in now has been together for a while and they have formed their norms and they know what they are and they have moved on to the performing part of a productive group. The norms aren't readily apparent to you. So don't ignore them and think that you are off the hook because you're the new guy. They're an extension of the rules of the corporation. So don't ignore the norms. This could, this could include your dress. It could include uh, meeting habits. Being late for a meeting. No. Being late for work. No. All of these things are the norms of the organization. And, importantly enough, these convert into a piece of your personal brand. What you are all about. 
She's great. She is always on time. She's never late for a meeting. She's always present, open, connected. And she really dresses sharply. And the undercurrent is, I wish I could be like her. Or I wish I could work for her. Or I hope we can work together on something. That's important. Those little things are part of your brand. And even if you're the new person, you're starting there immediately. Yeah, but what about the very beginning? Oh, the onboarding. Go into this room, go to HR and sit in there for two days and fill out forms. Or take uh, CBT units online for days at a time. If we need to get them done, so to get them done. So is that a waste of time? Well, other than the documentation and make sure you get paid, for example. No, it's not a waste of time. But think about this. There are other people in the room with you. Network with them. And I, I, I always remember the fact that the link here is even though you may be in completely different functional units, you may be in the end completely different geographical locations, you started at the same time. And that's a link you have. You started on the same day. And later... What a great point to start a conversation on. Hey, it's been five years since we spent two days in there filling out forms. How have you been? What are you working on there? Oh, that's interesting. Let's talk more about that. So do these things together paint a great picture of what what you want to look like, how you want to show up to others in those first days? I hope so. That's important. Hey, congratulations on landing the new gig. But for gosh sakes, get out of your office at lunchtime. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Labrador Leadership Podcast. For the sake of all the special people in your life that deserve you to be the best leader you can be. On our website at labradorleadership.com, on Facebook at Labrador Leadership, and on Twitter at Lab Leadership. Now, here's a final thought from Bob. Okay, folks, get out of your office at lunch. Don't assume you know all the answers, but don't be quiet. And don't multitask during meetings. But one thing I want you to do right now is go to the website at labradorleadership.com and click on the orange button to join the conversation. And we'll welcome you with open arms. Take care of one another. See you next time.